my apologies call myself putting the the youngest to sleep and fell asleep myself well i'm getting tired (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's when you know you're tired because i did that quite a few times so that's when my grandbabies to sleep like oh my god i rocked myself to sleep yes right to sleep passed out how are you today I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Tired. Today I'm just, it's very draining day. Yeah. Over that, over that, overall, I'm good. 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 Yeah, I'm, I'm doing good. I feel the drain as well, too, of the day. You have those moments you feel like that. It's true, but you be like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, listen. Prayer ain't enough. So I need to. I need mm. to Yes, I'm sorry. Thank God the day is over. That's all. Mm-hmm. Thank God the day I don't know when you have four day weeks when you work. Mm-hmm. Much more, it seems longer and draining. Mm-hmm. Week. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Do people come back to work miserable? <laughs> I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. It just be like this, you know. You be pushing through the days and pushing through the days, and it's like, oh my goodness, what is going on? Yeah. Well, it depends. I know when I worked for. Do you hear that feedback? I know when I worked four days out of the week, it was because, um, it was just a lot of work in one day. You know, you get all this. You have to get all this work done in this short amount of time compared to people who have that extra day to get it done they cram that one day into those four and that's why it's draining it's very draining and then my thing is that even if when you do stuff before your three-day weekend will even come up you think about you do stuff to get ahead yeah what it's gonna be so you already prepare yourself if you if you're the type of person that works like that or thinks like that because that's that's how i am like nope i'm I'm gonna make this less stressful on me Mm -hmm. when i come back I may never do everything, but I'll get most of it done. You know what I mean? So you so you don't be as drained. But sometimes it's just the people. The work will be fine. It'd be the people sometimes. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll be like, ooh, I can't. <laughs> I told them, one of my coaches, I said, I said, let me tell you something. I pray every morning before I come to work. But on Wednesdays, and I, I recognize and realize like Wednesdays and like sometimes Thursdays, I'm going to have to ask God for a little extra dose of Jesus because to go in there on a Wednesday and deal with the, the, the oh my God, to, 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 get the, to get the leftover, the debris, or get catch the ramifications of someone's whirlwind of anger that they're not directed at the right person, but they're directed, so they're directed at you, and you know the situation, it's frustrating because it's very negative, you know what I mean? And it's like, so I, you know, I'm at that point, like, you're grown use your words that's what i said like you're a grown woman use your words speak your frustrations instead of sitting here being that way and doing those kind of you know that's draining like i'm just like listen you got chaos all up in you and you're trying to project it my way i don't want it (laughs) i don't want it and it's not like that daily and it's like you got to keep yourself prayed up you know what i mean it's just like wherever you go, there's something, there's emotion, there's something. So, you know, people pull. And it's just like, if you're tired already on your own, and then other people are pulling on your spiritually, so yeah, that's why you got to stay in a place where you got to stay prayed up. Because it's like, if I wasn't prayed up, I'd probably be on the foot square. <laughs> it's, it's so fine. You're by yourself. You know what I'm saying? You're in a particular place by yourself where you work, and it's 
or pull from over this way, pull from this way. You got all these different, you got people, especially it's a place where it's medical. So all different types of people walk in and out. It's, it's a rotate, you know what I'm saying? It's it's not just one root of people. It's all different types you get. So it's like you don't know where it's coming from, but you know you, you have you you know where it's coming from when you see the person. But it's just like it's very draining sometimes to your soul. And you just like, Lord, I gotta I gotta say prayer. At lunchtime, sometimes I got I have to go and I gotta, let me go let me go rejuvenate and pray a little bit more <laughs> or read a little bit of word, soak something in to go back inside the building. Right. That's right. That's right. No, I understand that. Um, I mean, you can feel that. It's it's just funny. Like I I knew when we. <laughs> Wednesdays and Thursdays will always seem like a rough day um, where I used to work. And you could always tell when something wasn't going right, you know, in, in the meetings and management meetings and different things, it'd be a whirlwind of chaos. And it's just like, just say it, just say what it is you need and what we need to get done so we can get it done and be, and be past this. Just say it. I don't want to be sucked into your chaos. Like, yeah. I'm trying my best to stay over here. The more I go this way, you keep leaning toward me. Stop leaning over here. Stay over here. Personal stay space. over there. Yeah. Get yeah. my like, <laughs> exactly. it's like keep that over there. Now my thing is like if I'm coming in here and I'm trying to show you and, and, and I'm telling you another way to do it or another way to look at it, I can see if I wasn't saying anything. But I'm telling you a different point of view. I'm trying to help you change and shift the atmosphere. And as much as I'm trying to help you see it from the front, you still continue to listen. If you choose to carry that dark cloud over your head, that's your walk, okay? I will continue to pray for you, but I'm going to pray for you from a distance. Don't put that dark cloud on my head. I don't want it, okay? I'm looking for brighter days. <laughs> I'm not playing that game. I'm living in brighter days. I'm not doing the cloud thing no more. Been there, done that, got that T-shirt, burnt that T-shirt. I don't want that anymore. So I don't want it in my space. And now as before when I used to work, before it's like I used to deal with it and I would take it, I would take on the weight of everything. And now I'm like, I refuse. Listen, I'm tired of stuff disturbing my peace. Wherever, wherever I wherever I'm at, I have peace in me. So therefore, you disturb my peace. My eyes is not one spot for me. Okay. Everywhere I go, I'm peace. Don't don't bring it over here. <laughs> right, it's the truth. It's the truth. I, I don't want the nonsense. And it's just like you you know what you're supposed to rebuke. And I'm I'm trying to rebuke it in love, but I'm over it. Yeah. Yeah. With that, you just got to see, like you said, you see where they are. They want, they want nothing but chaos and you just stay as far as away. Unfortunately, because you work in the same environment, you're going to feel uh, the, the, the overflow or the uh, excess of their chaos. Um, but like you said, on those days, you can, you can always read them like a book, you know when it's going to happen. So you just say, prayed up. And those are people that you give the extra, have a great day. You know what I mean? Yes. Is there anything I can do to help you? You know what I mean? Do you need some help over there? But I'm, you know, I'm, yes, I can do that. I'm very good at loving people through it. Mm -hmm. Very, I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm, I'm very hard. I've been loving her through it because, you know, everybody was saying things. I said, I understand she's going through things. And I say, you know, she still has not gone over the loss of her husband it's been 28 years. I said, a part of her, you know, died when he died. So I said, so she's, she's still walking in the place of grief, but she talked continuously, continuously, continuously. I said, she's moved on, but she hasn't moved on. So, so I really try to love her through it because I know it's not personal. You understand what I'm saying? And I know she's carrying a heavy burden and, and my thing is that like she's stuck in that place. So that's why I'm really trying to, you know, really, but some days, you know, it's like, 
extra heavy. And it's just like, you know, I had to tell her today. Finally, I was just like, why do you do that to yourself? Like, I was like, because I know I have a strong personality. <laughs> so when I come off, when I'm trying to say something and love, I'm also being stern. Like, don't do that again. Like, like, why do you do that to yourself? You get yourself all worked up. Your stomach is all messed up. Now you can't, you can't keep still. You're so nervous. You got to go to the bathroom. Your stomach is not because you and then you keep thinking you're doing something wrong and i can tell you it's not you it's not you but no matter how much i try to tell you it wasn't you you would not believe me i said they came in and they sat down and they did it i said and then you then you understand that it was for a reason why they came here and they kept you they kept trying to tell you doing you kept saying i'm doing it it's not working i said there was a reason why the um, um the office manager came and did it and it did the same thing for her it was a reason why the um, administrator came and she came and she saw it and it did it for her because they needed to see you what you said was right you're not crazy so they need to help you figure it out so i said so therefore instead of you getting yourself in a tizzy because they stand over top of you be thankful like okay god thank you for working out because they thought i was crazy i need you to show them that I'm not wrong. I know what I'm talking about. It's not me. They're going to stop treating me like I'm dumb. Like, you know, she don't understand, like, it was working in her favor. So they had to come out and stop what they were doing to help her and rectify the situation if you want her to do this a certain way, if y'all want her to collect your money. So I'm just like, you know, and she's like, I don't, she said, you, you, she goes, you saw right through me. <laughs> You just saw what I did to myself. I said, yes, I saw you punishing yourself. Don't do that to yourself. Don't get yourself so worked up. And that's what, and it's in those moments that I remember why, why God has me do what I do. I remember why I'm in certain places, even when I don't want to be. I remember why he puts me in these draining moments because she needed somebody to talk to her lovingly, but sternly because she's a, she's a kind of hard, like a little Billy Goat's gruff person. So you got to be a little stern with her, but in love. And that's what I was doing. And then she got to see it. And I was like, stop doing that to yourself. Like, you just got to stop. And you got to trust yourself. Believe, have confidence in yourself. Don't, don't doubt yourself. Don't dumb yourself down. Like, and it's just like a couple of them do that to themselves. And I'm like, y'all, so I'm like, okay, so, you know, that clicked for me. Like, okay, God, that's a reason why I'm here. So, of course, I know it's going to be draining. So, this is how I look at it. Oh, God, I'm drained. But then I look at it from the other side where I get excited. Okay, so the enemy, you coming at me because you mad because I'm doing something right. I'm speaking life into those people who, who, who are going through things, who are speaking badly to themselves, who are speaking negative on themselves, who have doubt, who have self-doubt, who have low self-esteem. I'm speaking life into them, giving them a confidence and helping them try to find a connection with God that they don't already have one or get back to that place. So therefore, of course, you're going to come at me and try to drain me because you don't want me to do the work I'm doing. So I'm supposed to be there. You know, and it's those no moments. That's when you get that. I get that fresh wind. Right. Right. Like, okay, God, I'm doing the right thing. Because then I, when I look at it from the other side, and just not from the side of just being drained, but I look at it from why, I, why I'm being drained, then I'm like, okay, I'm good. I ain't really, I ain't as drained as I thought I was. Correct. Yeah. No, I understand. But at the same time, we can't keep pouring and pouring and pouring if someone's just opening the bottom of the cup and allowing it to just pour right out. You gotta keep rebuilding yourself, girl. You gotta replenish. You got sometimes you gotta step back. You gotta rejuvenate. Sometimes you gotta just take a day off, take a day away. No phones, no 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 electronic devices, no nothing. Just quiet. Read a book. Get away. Just steal away. You know what I'm saying? And you know you know how you be saying be still and all that. God be caught in that peace, and and you gotta rejuvenate and let Him do something to you, or He'll send you on a retreat somewhere or whatever. It's something to line up where you get somewhere to get what you need, or you can go someplace if it's therapy. Right. To pour out, you know what I'm saying? What you've been taking, what you've been putting poured into you. Now you pour out into someone else, you know, even if it's a friend, you know, but somebody's going to keep you in that place to keep you grounded. Yeah. That's important. So you can stay grounded. You, Because I, listen, I used to run on empty and let me tell you something. When you run on empty, you look like you're empty. Oh, okay. 
Oh yeah. Withered and tired. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I was looking one day. I look withered and tired. I said, oh my God, this is the first time I ever looked my age. Because like, I was just so tired. Because it was like, I was just like going, 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 pouring, 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 pouring. And I'm running on, I'm running on empty. I'm going through everything I could possibly go through all at one time in life. It's like everything opened up, hell opened up and said, whoosh, pour down on her. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Everything, one thing after another, one thing after another. And I was tired. And I was, but I was still pouring out into other people, but I wasn't getting replenished. And I was important to me. And then I was running, 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 running. Then I'm doing working and, you know, doing what I got to do naturally, doing it in the house of God, just running, running, running. I was burnt out. Then trying to be a mother. It, it, I, I look, I look weathered. Yeah. Burnout is serious. People don't realize how, how easy it is to allow yourself to get burnt out mm-hmm. and not even notice it. It's, it's a, it's a real thing. Um, and we really have to take time to use our preventative measures to make sure that we don't get to the point of burnt out. Um, and even when we get burnt out, we gotta be able to see it and allow or allow someone to tell us, hey, you, you know, you look, you all right, you tired. You know what I mean? Maybe you need a break. Yeah, just a day or two. Yes, very true. Very yeah. true. And not get upset when a person tells you, you know, you look tired or you sound tired or maybe you need a, a break. Yeah, offended. Yeah. Offended. What you trying to say? I, I said it, you look tired. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was ain't no other way to tell me. You all right? Yeah. First, you gonna say it again. Like, oh, I didn't mean to feel you. No, I said what I said. You look tired. You, you mm-hmm. okay? You were right. <laughs> like, and I'm saying this in love since you, you, when you, you need a rest, you need a vacation. You know, you, you, what you doing? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you sometimes you, a person knows because that person is gonna try to help you get to that place to get that peace you need or that rest you need or make you aware that you need it. So we can't get offended. You're yeah. very. I think I think a lot of times people get offended because they want to ask for help, but they just don't know how to ask for help. Um, they don't know that they need to ask for help. So when someone comes to them and says, "Hey, you you know you look tired," it they get offended because it's just like, "Who are you to tell me I'm tired? I could I could do this all day. I've been doing this by myself." You know what I mean? Not realizing that doing it by yourself and not asking for help is what's burning you out. So get offended for the fact like that. Dag, that I'm so burnt out, I let my mask fall. You caught, now you caught me. Now you see me. So now, now you're offended because I, you see my truth. Right. <laughs> so now, oh, now, now you see my truth and you're speaking truth to my truth. So you're making me aware of my own truth, but I already know. But I, that, that's because I was so tired, I let my mask fall, which I was, I'm always keeping it up. Right. You know? So that's another reason why people get like that because they just like, dag, I'm a fool. <laughs> She saw me. Oh my god! Yeah, I had one person at my job tell my tell my boss. That's what I said. They were really really upset that I told them that. You know, maybe you just need to take a break. Take time off. They got very offended and very upset about that to the point where my boss was like, "You don't tell anybody that they need a break. Are you not going to tell somebody they need a break? I've, obviously, I see you withering away over there and um, over you know all." very little things that tells me that you know you know your wire is very thin but i don't tell people break anymore i don't because i don't want them offended i don't want them upset but tell me if i look like i need a break please tell me (laughs) please (laughs) please tell me because i'm gonna go work on that real quick oh you think i need a break okay i'm gonna take one Oh, you want PT? 
God. It's so, I know somebody, somebody else probably be like, this is not even funny, but it's so funny because <laughs> I feel you, okay? My problem was, I didn't, <laughs> I used to be like, don't tell me I need a break. I know I need a break, so I'm laughing for both sides. Because now I'm like, please tell me I need a break. So I get and it's so funny because every day at work, they be like, Andrea, go take a break. And I'll be like, I don't need a break. But I don't even want to get through my day so I can get out. Mm-mm, not Tyria. Let somebody say, Tyria, take your break. And now and then, if, I, if I scheduled, if I need it at a scheduled time, then I'm like, no, I'm going to take it at a scheduled time. I'm going to do that. Yeah. You say you're going to take your break? At a scheduled time, if I had it at a scheduled time. But if it wasn't scheduled, they told me to take my break. Okay, right away. No, she. That, that's the one thing the lady see, and it's the funny part because, like, I laugh because they be like, everybody be like, oh, she don't play about her break. She <laughs> Every time she be like, um, um, is somebody gonna cover me because I ain't gonna take my break? <laughs> she don't play. And she be like, it's lunchtime. I gotta go. Like <laughs> And at first I was like, yo, she is dead serious, but that, but then I get it. Like, she need to step away. You need to step away. Well, I'm the opposite. Like, it's just like I do a certain thing. I like, I feel like if I work through my day, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't, I don't get like in a tizzy like she do. So that's why I feel like I don't need a break because I'm not worked up. I'm not amped up. So I'm like, I could just breathe through the day. And sometimes I'll be so caught up in what I'm doing. I'll be like, oh, I look at the clock. I'll be like, oh, wow, it's four o'clock. But you know, there's other people like they need that because they need to step away. Whereas when I used to really be in those tizzies, well, I had those days and those moments, I'll take a break. When there's days when I feel like that, I'll take a break. I know that I'm going to take a break. I don't need nobody to tell me. I'm going to just go take it. But before where I used to work, when I used to be chaotic, I would never take a break. I just ran, 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 ran. And I kept running. And if somebody would tell me, I would get offended. Like, don't tell me I need to take a break. You don't know how much work I got to do. You don't know what I got to do. Like, I know when I need a break. Like, I don't got it. And I'm just talking about a minute. Like, so I get it from both sides. But you really do got to step away. You really got to do, you got to take time for yourself, you know, and, and it, it breaks a part of self-care. Yes, it is. Listen, break is a part of safety in the work environment. Mental health. Yes. Mental health, not even just mental health, but your physical health. They oh. know that after a certain amount of time, people need these breaks in order to be functional in the workplace and do their job to the best of their ability. And it's the law. You gotta take your breaks. I remember my sister one time at the job she used to work at. She's like, I don't even take my breaks because there's so much work to do. What? No. You, matter of fact, what you're doing is illegal and the job should be reported because they should be forcing you to take your breaks. I don't care how busy anything gets. That is your break and you need to take it before you take a break. You know, so you have some people who are like that. But it is, it's true, you, you need to step away. You need to take that time for yourself. You need to get your mental health right. And, you know, you remember, I remember, like, it's, it's good now when I see people take their breaks, they go walking on their break. Or they do something before everybody used to be outside chain smoking on their break. Like, try, try to get as much nicotine to their body as they could before they went back in the building because they were so stressed out. Like <laughs> When I was a smoker, I used to call those fresh air breaks. Okay, I'm going outside to get some fresh air. <laughs> I took my breaks. That's one thing I don't play with at work. I'm gonna take my break. And I, I, I think I, I believe I started smoking because it allowed me to have an extra break. (laughs) 
You listen, there's a method to the madness. I'm telling you, wait till you do something. There's always a method to why you do it. I noticed the smokers would always have like one or two extra breaks because you know you need to smoke. Back in the day, your people used to be outside in the fridge. Freezing cold, shivering, shaking their fingers, smoking, coming inside, smelling like wetness, and just smoke. He's like, oh my God. Yes. Stay outside in the snow. I'm like, yo, y'all tell you, you come back inside, you pink, like you purple, you red. Like, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. But I'm telling you, but it was just that nicotine gave them that boost. It's just like people who drank coffee all day. You be like, yo, I'm surprised you ain't got the jitter. How many coffee breaks you need? <laughs> a whole heck of a lot when you are a service worker. How stressful a workplace can be. Because sometimes it don't be your workload, it be your coworkers or be your superiors. And they be stressing you out. And like people don't understand that. Like this is why it's very important. Like, you know, we, we discuss mental health needs to be discussed on every in every spectrum, every spectrum, you know what I'm saying? When it comes to the workplace, when it comes to school, going to school as a student, when it comes to going to church, when it comes to like you being married, just being a parent, it's mental health is in everything. Yeah. There's a lot of things that can cause you to fall into a place of depression. You know, everything is not abuse, but it's, you know what I'm saying, it's things that can trick, that can be upsetting or frustrating, it can be very stressful. Some people have anxiety. So many people have anxiety now, and it's from work or they're overworked, so they stress. Some people they're stressed, hair falling out, they looking all withered and tired, as we were discussing in the beginning, because they overworked and they're stressed. Like, and I understand it. Like, I know it's a tough time, but before this tough time, people was looking stressed. The pandemic, <laughs> the pandemic is adding on to a problem that the workplace was art that the work environment was already happening. It just added on top of it and and almost make, like pushed it down to make it just collapse where people are just not having it no more. They're not having it. They're not dealing. They're not allowing workplaces to stress them. You know what I mean? They're not playing no games no more because they know how toxic work environments can be. And that weighs heavily on a person. And that's why some people don't seek help because you know what? Sometimes if they seek help, they may be looked upon as, you know, like a stigma or stereotyped or different things like that. So I'm not going to receive the help. I'm just going to do the job. I'm just going to go home, collect my paycheck and be done. Yeah. No, no. If the company culture is not wrapped around well-being and pouring into their employees who are doing the day-to-day, the leaders. Yeah then it's not a healthy environment. And a lot of places have gotten to that point of where they don't care about their employees until they don't have enough employees to staff a shift. And then all of a sudden they start caring. People start calling out, people start walking out. Cause like, no, I'm not, I'm not working 15 hours. You know, you got me working all these hours, all these hours and you, and you try to make me believe, oh, you're gonna lose money, no. No, the government gonna get all that money in my taxes. I ain't gonna see none of that, first of all. So I'm gonna just work my regular old hours. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like you take from somebody for so long, after a while, enough it becomes enough. 
you know, and I also feel like it was an enlightenment too when the whole pandemic came around too, because it started more people started speaking up about the, what was going on at the workplace, how tired they were, how stressed they were. You have people who were grown ups who were going to work being bullied. You you're being bullied by by coworkers. You're being bullied by superiors. You know, so you're being sexually harassed or people are talking down to you or belittling you, and you're doing that because you need your job. And there's some people like you know, and it, it was at the, it was a time like hard jobs are hard to come by. A good job. So, you know, people took a lot of crap to be provided for their families. You know what I mean? So, and you know, and you know, people may look at them like, oh, that's a punk way out. But people don't understand when you got a family and you're, and, and everybody depends on you, you go through some things. You put yourself to the back where you put your feelings and emotions aside because, listen, I got to feed my babies. And that. Got a roof over their head. So, we add stress into our life because we want to take, because we don't want a bigger stress when it comes to our family. Right. And that could be to, to be better parents. You understand what I'm saying? People don't get that either. Right. And that could be her part of her big <laughs> issue. You know, she lost her husband 28 years. He might have been the breadwinner. Now she got to, she had to figure it out. And work, the workplace might have been very um, hard on her. You know what I mean? Going back, not being able to grieve properly, being forced to go to, into the, the, the job force to make ends meet. That could be a very triggering thing for her. When she steps into that place, it could be a trigger, especially when people start not listening to her and making her feel like, you know, the day makes her feel like she's not doing what she's supposed to be doing. That could be a trigger for her. And if you don't have managers who know how to deal with employees' emotional well-being, then these employees are not getting help. They're going to be burned out. They're going to feel less than. They're going to feel damaged. They're going to look at others and wonder why other they see, you know, in their own perception, others are are winning and excelling and they're still stuck in this place. That's very true. And I also know too, like, I just know, like, you know, like I said, because I know that she's grieving and then two people that, you know, she worked with, um, one um, transferred to another place and the other one, she, she was all right. So that hurt her a lot. And she's and so therefore that's another that's another another way of you know another thing another loss for her. She doesn't do well with loss. So I think that was a trigger for her with both of them leaving back to back within two weeks apart. Wow, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it hit her hard and it really affects her. So now it's like she's like she feels left like without without, without her people. And like now she has one foot in the door and one foot out the door. So I know that's what's going on with her. So I'm really, really, that's why I'm trying very hard to be understanding because I get it. So it's like, you know, I'm trying to be empathetic and sympathetic too, but at the same time, I'm gonna let her know. Because I had to tell her, like, you know, she, when she don't want to deal with stuff, she would, listen, that's not fair to me when you don't want to deal with something and you don't want to deal with a patient that's being stubborn or being hard or is a difficult patient that you give it to me. No, figure it out. Y'all need to know how to problem solve. I've never worked with so many people who don't problem solve. That just, it just burns my gizzards. Like, what's wrong with y'all? Y'all don't know how to problem solve. Y'all grown. They're not taught how to problem solve. Maybe because I've not- in my life. That, and that's how I learned how to problem solve. Because I, you, you say like, I had to go into survival mode at a very young age. So I had to learn how to problem solve. So it's just like, I guess because maybe because my lifestyle, how I was, what I went through, how, you know, where I come from, maybe that's what it is. But sometimes it frustrates me because I'll be like, you know, it's common sense, but it's survival skills. It's problem solving. Like, how do you not have that? Because people aren't taught to be resilient at a young age. Like you said, maybe it was because I had to um, 
do for myself at a very young age. A lot of people aren't taught that. They're not taught resilience. They're not taught how to problem solve. Even in school, I'm watching how they teach, um, you know, math. And I'm like, why wouldn't they start with problem solving? Why wouldn't they start with that very word? Let's solve this problem, problem solving, and just keep putting it in. Because then when, when they get to a certain point, they're like, I don't know, you know, they're reading, reading math questions now. I used to, that, was, that was always on our, on our stuff, on our little on phonics papers and everything you did. Problem solving was the key words. Yes, it was. Probably that they were trying to teach you that. I remember that in school. Yes, it was on like math paperwork. It was on your. It was on like your reading paperwork. Anytime you saw something, it said problem solving first. Yeah. Problem solver. That's what. So you had to know what you had to do. That is very. But because a lot of people weren't taught how to, or didn't need to be resilient they don't know. And that's taught as well. That can be taught as well too, for to take into the, it's a part of your work ethic is resilience and how to problem solve and how to troubleshoot. And it's also sometimes the way your mind thinks. Some people's minds just automatically think they see something and it, you know, they know how to fix it or, you know what I mean? They, they go through an experience and they know how to um, see the road, the, the roadblocks up ahead and they know how to, to bypass that. You know, it's stuff that's taught, but you're absolutely correct. We do not see that yeah. anymore in the workforce. If something goes wrong, you know, I remember I knew automatically, like, don't, ain't no panic and run. You don't get to panic and run. Think of another solution. Before you, before you go into panic mode, because you're going to make it worse for yourself, you need to figure out how else can I figure this out? What else can I do? How can I make this work? I go, it's like, it's like a hustle mindset. It's, you know what I'm saying? It's like, boom, I know to go into that. I switch into that. And I do that in everything I do. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's always been in me. So like, it's just like when people don't get it, I'm like, okay, like, you know, when I was a kid, I remember I got lost. Time, okay, okay, I'm lost. Let me retrace my steps. Where did I go? Where did I come from first? Okay, I remember this. What did I see first? That's why I'm really good at landmarks. Because I always will go by landmarks and not really all by, by streets. I was, and then or I would see, okay, wait, landmark, and I saw 23rd or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it was that, but it was more so landmarks. And you can't just say, you know, oh, the bodega on the corner. I could, because I'm like, that bodega on the corner is different from that bodega on the corner. You know, you know, because that's my mindset. So I had to learn how to figure stuff out. And that's why even when I was looking at my grandkids, I was like, none of y'all know how to problem solve. What's wrong with my grandbabies? Like, <laughs> And then my granddaughter, like, she gave herself an anxiety, almost an anxiety attack one time in the store. I said, and I was upset with the cash, the cashier because you were supposed to be a cashier. You're working with money. You didn't even help her. You, this is a little girl at the counter. Like, she, she gave, my granddaughter overgave her money. So I said, Kayla, you have enough money. You know what I'm saying? And then she was like, I said, take that back and just give her that. And she was like, well, no. And she said, no, no, no. Don't take that back and just give her that. That's enough. You're over, you're giving her to her. And like, she was just like, she couldn't comprehend. And then I look at the cashier explain to her. Like, but I'm looking at you like, you're about to go into a panic attack. So you know, you know better than my granddaughter. Like, so, so I had to explain to both of them. And I was like, calm down, breathe easy. It's okay. But she couldn't figure it out. She couldn't understand like you were overgiven. Stop trying to give her this just give her the one thing and it'll be enough but she and she just worked herself in such a frenzy and i was just it just blew my mind because because before they think the problem solved the first thing they do all my grandkids i noticed is the most panic and run and i'm just like what's no let me show you another way don't start crying I said don't get yourself overworked they'd be like you know i don't know and they'd be like no calm down 
Let me show you another way. So I'm trying to teach them problem solving skills now. And I noticed that my daughters do too. And I said, but at the same time, I saw a lot of time when I was like, y'all used to always do everything for them. So that's what it is. Because you thinking like, okay, I said, no, 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 that's a bad habit. I know you frustrated because I used to do that to my kids too. So I noticed where they get that from. They get it from their mama. Mm -hmm. But I'm just like, clean up. Y'all clean up. They ain't clean the way I want to. So let me go clean it up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't make them go redo stuff. Or I didn't I didn't show them another way how to do stuff. Or I showed them another way, but it wasn't my way. Or they wasn't doing it quick enough. Let me just move out the way. Let me just do it myself. Let me just figure, let me just, or you know what I'm saying? Or I'm helping them with something. So it was never, I would do it because I felt like it was taking too long to do it. So my kids are like that. Like, I could just get it done quicker instead of making them do it. No, make them do it. That's right. You talk them through step by step. Like I used to do y'all. And if I, if I, and now they're doing it more. I said, because you put in too much stress on yourself as a parent. Amen. That's Amen. You, then you then you like, I'm so tired. I do everything. Shut up. You yelling at yourself. Stop yelling at the kids. You yelling at yourself because you do everything because you choose to do everything because you, because they're not doing it the way you want. So I had to yell at myself. So I know where they get it from. No, now make them do it. Make them figure it out. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, you're absolutely correct. You're absolutely correct. As parents, we have to really not just jump in and do it for them. We have to, if we tell them to clean it up, let them clean it up the way they think yeah. to clean it up or show them the way and allow them to do it. But then also we have to allow them to be able to ask for help. Yes. My big thing is it's okay to, it's okay to receive help. I used to not want to receive help. Like I didn't know what that was about. I was like, I don't need no help. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Until I wasn't good. And now I'm like, no, I need help. Like <laughs> you wear them both arms, you got the head scarf off in the air, you got your bottom on the other hand. Yo, over here. Hello. Help a sister out. <laughs> help. I need some help. Yeah. I need some help. Especially in the workplace. I learned quickly. You ain't gonna overwork me. When I see it going that way, oh no, I need some help. Yes, 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 yes. If you want this to move right along, you're going to have to see some help or we're going to have to figure something out because I'm not going to burn myself out because I know that's not what, I know that's what the workforce wants. They want you to do everything for a small amount of change. Yeah, and it's not right. It's not right because then you burn out good people and then you don't have anybody working. Right. And you you know saying, don't do that. You take care of the people that's, that's, that's willing to work. That's, doing it. that's right. That's in anything you do, not just in this particular time, but this is all the time. Amen. We're supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? No, we're not supposed to take advantage of people. We're not supposed in, in, in no way, shape, or form, but we do. You know what I mean? And it's not and it's not right. It's not fair. You know what I'm saying? Especially with somebody that's good. And you have those people that, that get over. Let's pay more attention to those that get over and let's do what we need to do with them and correct them or move them out the way and put the people that's doing the right job the right way and put them in the right spot. Put but, change. But you know why they won't do it? Because then it would require them to pay you more. Of course, of course. It would require them to pay you more and they ain't doing it because you are you you cost too much. But you know what it is? What I love, what I what I love saying, I said I love all the entrepreneur entrepreneurship. I know all I love all the people who's coming into all this, coming in this coming to their own. People just start starting to get a voice and recognize oh, look, I know my worth and my value. No. You will, you, I will no longer depreciate my value. Neither will I allow you to depreciate my value. Absolutely not. I'm, I'm worth more than that. So if you don't want to, you don't want to treat me as prices, and you don't want to pay me what I'm worth, I'm going to go out there and create. 
you know what I'm saying, my worth. I'm going to show you my worth. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go out there and create a business and I'm going to make way more. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what it's about. And I and I love seeing people doing that. I love to see the rise up. I love to see the come up. And that's everybody doing it, you know, and, and that's a great thing. And then I love to see the people supporting them the right way. And it's, it's a great thing to see when you see that. You know, you know we need that back again. You know, and, and, I, and what I love too, I love seeing it's a bunch of kids I see so many young children, you know, adolescents. They, they, I see this a two-year-old boy, lemonade stand. Next to he got lemonade, he's lemonade in the store. And I'm like, that, that's what's up. You know what I mean? So it's just like when I read those different types of articles, it is, it's, it's very inspiring. It's uplifting. You know, it's encouraging. And it's just like, you know, keep on, you know, I'm gonna keep on doing what I do because, you know, you, you don't plant a seed. You know, that seed will grow for something. That's all we're supposed to do. Plant it or water it, and let God get the increase. However, you, that person's supposed to get it. You know, that's what we're supposed to do. Not, not keep somebody down, not dig their seat up, not, you know, not let them just run dry, let, you know, water it like it's supposed to, let us do what we're supposed to do so we can get that thing. So if my job is even as it may be draining and I may be going through stuff, my, jo you know, my job while I'm at my particular place of employment now, if it's just sit there to either plant a seat or water it, I'm going to do that so that I get the increase. And that's what it's about. So you see somebody else come up and you know, somebody might decide, listen, you because I'm always quick to you never too young, you never too old. <laughs> Cause you know, you know, and I want people to know that because some people just think that they they miss their time. You ain't miss nothing. Your time could be right now. You know what I mean? And it's just like to, to get to that place and recognize you so you don't feel weary, so you don't feel drained out, so you don't feel run down and withered and tired before your time. It's like, you know, we we have to do another way and find another way and get to that place. But we have to make sure that in the process of finding that, we got to make sure we stay, we, we healthy, we, our sanity is right, our peace is right, and whatever we're doing, even if you're going on to, be, to get your own business, don't stress yourself out, and don't work yourself so much that you can't, you forgot why you got in business in the first place, because you, you get some people, they just, now, now you're fanatic with it, now, I'm not, I'm not saying nothing wrong with your blessing now, but I'm saying, I know you still got to work to do what you got to do, but at the same time, you still got to take a step back and take a rest. Amen, sis, I say that all the time. Even being an entrepreneur, you don't have, need to work 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Isn't that what you left your job for? Isn't that what you started your own business for? Yeah, you got to really hit the ground, you know what I mean? And really takes a lot of time before it can start um, just, you know, before you can start making money in your sleep. But you still have to have that discipline of taking time to yourself. Because if not, you're doing the same thing you did working for corporate. Yeah, it's for yourself, but you ain't getting no rest. You're still burnt out. Now you overworking yourself. <laughs> now you the slave driver. Exactly. You're slave driver to yourself. Exactly. That's what it is. So you know you can't you can't do that to yourself. And you gotta, you know what I'm saying? And, and your self-care, your mental health is, is also part of the investment into yourself. You have to invest in yourself, even your mental health. You have to invest in your self-care. You have to invest in your physical health. You have to invest in that thing. That's part, that's part of your investment. Your, that's part of your value. If you don't take care of your mental health or you don't take care of yourself physically or spiritually, you're depreciating your value. So you, you're never going to equal up Amen. to your full worth. So, you know, it's very important that, you know, we, we take care of ourselves in that way and, and, and keep ourselves in that particular place. Invest in yourself. Take the time to invest in your mental. Take the time to step away. Take the time to, to, to tell people, don't disturb my peace. Fall back six feet <laughs> you know what i'm saying like respect my personal space my grandkids know when they get personal space yeah yeah i said to them all the time when they get too close to each other to me or to other people they write in your space you're like hey okay. what i tell you respect what 
personal space. Y'all, so what do y'all do? They know, immediately know when you they hear personal space, they step back. Now you 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 cross the boundaries. Yeah, you're doing too much. You know what I'm saying? Respect the boundaries. You have to respect the boundaries. And at the same time, I want them to know you have boundaries for people to respect. Right. As much as you respect the boundaries, you also have boundaries. Right. That's right. So my thing is when I'm talking to my grandkids, I don't get all up in it. Like, you know what I'm saying? You don't intimidate y'all, but I don't get in their personal space like that. Right. Right. Now I sit there and we we, we converse and we talk now, whatever the case be, but I'm not, I'm not right. in a, give them the room to say it to me but respectfully right but can you back up a little bit you my personal space I'm, like, oh, I'm sorry but i teach them that because i want them to know that it's okay to say it but say it respectfully and as an adult we should be respectful of that you know other people are like oh i, I wish my child would talk. We're, we're trying to teach them something we got to teach them some things if you don't show them how and you try to show them in a respectful way they'll never learn that's right that's right. And they need boundaries from us as parents as well, too, because they're growing and they're, they're, they're learning themselves and they need to know how to voice that. Yes. If, if mommy's in your, if mommy, if you mad, say you mad in a respectful way, but say you mad, voice your, voice your feelings so that you just won't feel them. And then inside your head, you know, internalize them and, and not be able to um, understand where they're coming from. I want you to understand them. So say what you mean. Use your words. Use your words. I say that all the time. Use your, because I use my words. And sometimes I feel like I use them way too much. I'm tired of using my words. Can you use your words and tell me what's going on? Because I'm not a mind reader. I can't figure it out. I mean, I can try, but I don't want to. Because I want to know exactly how you feel. So if I can help, I will help. If you need me to, you need a break? You need a break. I would say, oh. Oh, it's time for a break. Mommy time. You still say it in a respectful way. And, and that, that goes for adults too. Say what you mean, mean what you say, use your words. But you can, don't come at me, don't come at me, don't come at me reckless though. Right. I'm just, I'm just, you know, say don't come at me reckless. Because my thing is when you come at somebody reckless, they're going to come right back at you because you're feeding that. You, you say you're coming at me with this, this tone. So right. now I'm feeding you back the same tone because now I'm like, I'm going to like, who do you think you're talking to? So, you know, so sometimes you people got to be careful. Like, so you got to be humble. Even when you're trying to correct somebody, it's still a humbleness in you. It's not a cockiness. It's not that. And you could be hum- you could be an authority. You could be humble and authoritative at the same time. Okay, you you just have to know how to have that balance. And you have to. It's like even when you're speaking to someone, it's like let I command your attention. But you, so you do it in a way, but you're doing it in such a way that they'd be like, they'd be like, "Dag, I can't even get a fit of that because the way you delivered that was just like, whoa, you know what I'm saying? Because and that's what it's about. Because they, they see that, okay, she just dropped knowledge on me. She just gave me some understanding. She just gave me some wisdom. And so, or she just showed me something from a whole different point of view. And she said it in such a way, with such a respect, in such a respectful way, I can't help but respect what she said or what, what he said. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it's about. And then that's how you get the communication to work. And that's when you get that opening for a person to trust. You know what I'm saying? So because now yeah, I'm not trying to play you, but I'm trying to show you something different. And I'm, I'm trying to come at you a totally different way than everybody else is coming at you. And the way you come at everybody else and you run them off, you can't run me off the same way because I'm not built like them. I'm built different. Mm-hmm. And I see God had to send somebody in here type different for you because you type different. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and, that's, and that's what it is. So when we do what we're supposed to do, and it's going to be draining. That's right. Guard it up, guard it up. And we got to be alert and to pay attention to make sure we know when it's not us. Mm-hmm. You know?
tack, whatever, because you're on the right track. Like I said, you got to look at it from a whole different point of view. And at the same time, you also can't allow yourself to be burnt out or used by people in any kind of way either. You have to still be respectful of yourself, respect your value and your worth, and make others respect that as well. Respect your peace. That's it. That's a friendship. That's your good, good girlfriend. That's, you know, whatever it is. Like, I, I love all that different stuff. That your, your family members, your spouses. I love you. We said so death to his part, but not every two minutes. Back away. <laughs> I need my space. <laughs> I love you, but you're loving me just a bit too much. Move. <laughs> yes, give me a little space. Husband and wife, you, that, there's a love, it's a greatness, but it's such a respect that y'all still respect each other's space also. Y'all know you sometimes y'all need that time. Right, right. It's always necessary in, in, in any type of relationship. It's, it's like you said, in the workplace, whatever, even when you have your own business, respect yourself enough and love yourself enough to give yourself some time off. Amen, amen. <laughs> amen. The work will still be there. The job will still be there. The, the drama will still be there. All of it will still be there when you get back. Trust me. Absolutely. Very, very true. That is so very true. I know the lady said to me, I said, you know, the lady forgot that she was on vacation next week. And she was like, I was like, so what are you doing next week? She's like, I don't do anything. I'm at work. I'm at work. I was like, no, you're not. You're on vacation. She goes, no, I don't. I want a vacation the week after. I said, no, I go on a vacation the week after. Remember, because I told you I wasn't going to see you until like the 20th. And she's like, oh my God, everything, every every calendar on her phone, everywhere she had the following week. She didn't even know she was off. Mm. Right? So then I mentioned the lady was saying something. I was like, yeah. I said, do you know it's crazy when they know she was off? She was like, well, she's if she's not doing nothing, why can't she work? Because she mm. off. Y'all, well, we short steps. So that's not her problem. <laughs> like, it's because it costs them to have employees take their time. Our time is still costing. The workplace because product like you said, we short and things need to get done productivity figure it out without her if she didn't work here no work more would get done y'all will figure it out sis that's why i tell people today somebody will be hired tomorrow so right use them sick days too yes because they really don't want you to use those i'm gonna use them all this <laughs> before they let me go from this one when I tell you I had 0.45 hours worth of sick time, I knew they was mad because I used every week. I, let me, because I don't know what that's going to end. So let me use an hour of sick. Oh, you're going to write me up for that? That's cool. I have an appointment. So if it came down to it, I'll have a note. Like, you understand what I'm saying? But you will not get what is mine, especially in New Jersey. New Jersey, I love Jersey for that because they like, no, they need this. They need their sick time because it's crazy out here. <laughs> Child, it's cuckoo, it's cuckoo for cocoa and the puffs, all right? Yes, I used it all and dared you to dared you to say, oh, I can't take it. No, 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 this is not a suggestion. I'm just giving you a courtesy of letting you know I'm using my time. Because I'm you know today that I won't be here next week. <laughs> well, one day. I don't know. One day next week, I'm going to need a mental health day, so I'm going to call out one of the days, but I'm going to let you know today that it's happening next week, so prepare yourself. <laughs> and I don't feel like there's anything wrong with that, because I feel myself getting mentally sick, and yeah. I know that if I keep going, it's going to be even worse, and I'm going to take off more than just that one day. Mm -hmm. Or I might quit. 
work or went up on somebody, said something. <laughs> I tell you, my old used to work. Yo, they stressed me out so bad. I was doing everything, 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 everything. Then y'all had me training this lady. And then y'all would let her leave at, on time. And I would have like 50 messages in my box at the end of the day. So I was at work every day until 6.30. Man, and everybody just kept leaving. That one day, that doctor came over there. He says, and when I say I yelled at that man, I, I took his head off of my, my mouth. I swear, I just, I'm not gonna lie to you. I should have been fired. Right, and that's what happens. And they then then they'll look at you like, oh, what's wrong with her? Oh, she must not. Something must be going on. You know what I mean? But, first, you, but you, don't you don't see what led up to this. You don't yeah. see here every single day doing all of this, getting everything done, and I'm tired, and you still trying to put more on my plate and more on my plate because you know from my track record I'm going to get it done, but you have not paid attention to my emotional well-being, and now I'm tired to the point of where I'm snapping at my, at my boss. That should never happen. Uh, yeah. Because I, I didn't care. Fire me today because I'm trying to tell you, me and you can go at it. I was upset with him, okay? And he, and he, <laughs> <laughs> that man got scared, okay? But he tried to come right back at me. He tried to get back like he wasn't scared. I don't, let, me, let me tell you something. I went off because I had enough and I was just like, I am so over this. Like, I was so angry that I had tears coming down my eyes. That's when you know, that's dangerous. That's that dangerous moment. Cause my hands was shaking and I was so, and I was just yelling at him, boy. And I just gave it to him that after everything, everything was, the next day I went back and apologized. <laughs> my thing is if I got fired, I got fired. But I know at the end of the day, I got out everything I needed to say, but it shouldn't have had to came to that point. It shouldn't have came to that point. Like it was, he, he, and you know what it was? And all it took was, Everybody was leaving. He came and touched me on my shoulder and said, um, I sent you, uh, um, I sent some more messages in your box. So I know, and they're really important. I just take it before you go. So I had 55 messages. So you're leaving. And I just say, you're going to touch me on my shoulder and, and try to jump into something. You got, you left me more messages and good night. Oh, no, you don't get to go home like that, Mr. Sir, man. No, sir. I got something to say. <laughs> so, and that's, and my mind was everything that I had here. It just, <laughs> It just came out my mouth. And so, and I told, I used to have this bad habit. Like sometimes I would think stuff and I'll start talking and I'm like, oh my God, did I just say, did I, did I just say that out loud? <laughs> oh my God. And then, you know, cause somebody was like, yeah, girl, cause I heard you. And I'm like, oh my God, I thought I was. <laughs> so everything I thought here, it came out my mouth and, and it was just, I was very upset. And I was like, I've had enough. I said, y'all leave here every day. I said, I open this place up and I lock this place up. I come here, I'm the first person here and the last one to leave every day. I've had enough. I went I went off, I said, no. I said, you know, y'all don't pay me enough. Y'all don't pay me enough. <laughs> oh, good God. He saw an angry black woman that day because good God Almighty, I'm trying to tell you. And I, but I said, thank you, God, for grace and mercy, because listen, what if I didn't have, like, I didn't have, like, I didn't have, I wasn't saved, because I'm saying it had to be the Holy Spirit to hold me back. I'm like, girl, you better calm down, because, <laughs> like, you're about to lose it. Because if I didn't, I would have been, I could have been one of those people that truly snapped and just and killed somebody in the workplace. Like, did you see that man? That, I was just about to say, you saw that? Hospital? Because he, because he was in pain? He was in pain. But that tells me that they, well, one, he probably had <laughs> but they weren't listening to him. That's what it was? I th that's how I feel. I feel like he probably went many multiple times and let them know, because you know, they diminish black people pain. I'm just gonna be real, okay? 
they look at us and think we we have a high threshold of pain. You watch any doctor show, they say it all the time. It's real. It's real. Even with what I'm dealing with now, like, no, I'm in pain. Like, I'm there's there's no way around this. I am in pain. I'm not complaining my pain anymore. I'm not saying, oh no, it doesn't really hurt when it hurts. No. I I well, one, his eyes were just like, if you see a picture of this man, it was like he was gone. He was lost. But he probably felt like somebody wasn't listening to him. And the only way that they he could get them to listen was by going up in there and shooting them up. And then he killed himself because he was like, I don't want to be in pain anymore. As soon as I heard the story and read a little synopsis, I said, man, this man was trying to tell these people and they just weren't listening to him. They weren't listening. He just had his surgery. I know, but they probably didn't give so, and, I, and, I, and I get it because I've had a back surgery. Like, so I get it. Like, he only had it a few weeks ago. So, bruh, it's going to hurt. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how much, like, what do you want them to do? Like, I can't put, put you on morphine and have you walking around with an IV of morphine. Like, what do you want? Like, sit down. Like, I'm t- I had spinal, I had a spinal fusion. And my thing is, now here it is. Now, now here's this person who can't take pain medication. So it's even worse. And I know everybody got a different pain tolerance. Don't get me wrong, so I understand that. My thing was, that once again, I didn't try to go hurt anybody in the midst of my pain. I went through my pain, but I also did everything my doctor told me to do because he said to me, if you listen to everything I tell you to do, I promise you, you were going to be fine. He said, it's going to take you six months. Okay, to heal. You may look like you're good on the outside, but you got a lot going on the inside. You got hardware. You got this. I need you to do everything I say. Don't try to do this. I had to walk with a walker at first, so I could. I had to bend my pride. There was a lot of things I had to do, but I did everything he told me to do. And I'm not lying to you. It eased a lot of my pain, so it was a lot easier for me than what it would have been. I got it now. Then when it was days was really painful, I felt like I called the doctor's office. <laughs> Sometimes you didn't call me back. I, I call you right back. They call me back and now, now somebody's helping me. They know what to do. But it, it, it's as important of the matter is when you you just have, you're gonna, it's going to be painful. Right. I mean, maybe they didn't tell him that or maybe they did and he didn't listen. Again, we don't know. But I just thought it was, so when I read that, I was like, I said that man, he didn't know what time it was when he had the surgery. He didn't know how much pain it could, be, it could be you know i don't know what the whole situation but even if it's like when it comes to pain medications they can only give you but so much I now know, i know but people don't realize that people don't know that nowadays i can't give you enough where i can get you addicted i can't I have to give you I have to decrease it to something else and they don't understand it they want what they want i can't do doctors can't you know i can't they can't risk their license because you in pain and you want to take a, a pill every two minutes that's not how it works people don't know that nowadays especially if you never had a surgery or you've never been in pain or anything like that you think they can just give you what it is to help your pain and and you know again, it looked like he had a mental illness he looked out there no and it's, it's very it's very unfortunate i said but you know it's just so but every time you turn around it's what you're hearing about now you're hearing about and it's, it's it's very sad but once again People and their stress levels, their mental levels. You got to check on people. You know, you got to see what's going on. Or my thing is like sometimes, even as a as as a physician, don't be too busy when your patient is there that you miss the signs. And that I was gonna say that once you were done. 
we, we so HR, we so busy writing everything in the computer. I don't got time to look at you no more. I don't have time to have that facial contact because I got to do all this stuff and put everything in the computer. They want, they want every code. They want every this. They want every that. So doctors can't doctor anymore the way they need to. Okay. Nurses can't nurse the way they really need to. And like it used to be more personal. You know what I'm saying? So it's hard because they have to do all this other stuff administrative stuff that they can't do the actual so but you we can't we can't be too busy in that that they that the signs be missed right right, right. something from happens so somebody don't have a mental break or mental snap not saying that's what he did not saying that's what he didn't do because i don't know that situation but people do get to a point where they do snap and you know and then they snap it they they think it's okay to take other people's lives in their process, or they want to they want to destroy somebody who they feel is is the cause of their situation. That's it right there, is they want to just des- destroy someone who feels that they it's the cause of their situation. He he went he shot them all up and then shot himself. If I'm in pain, you're gonna be in pain. And then once he put him in pain, I don't want to be in pain anymore. I'm done. Yeah. It's, it's it's not it's not it's it's not a it's not an easy thing. It's not an easy thing to 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 watch to hear. You know, you hear it and it's just like it's heartbreaking every time you turn around. The stuff is always something. Yeah, yeah. Even in the, I mean, listen. I don't care what field you work in. I feel like mental health is is a crisis in any any segment, any field, and we have to. We have to be trained. We have to know the signs. We have to see it. And we also have to, we also need areas and avenues when we see those signs to be able to help or to help without any uh, stigma attached or, you know, anything because it's, it's only going to get worse. It's only going to get worse after effects of this pandemic are going to find find money in your budgets and implement that stuff in the workplace where, People, you know, when you can have therapy or you can do something, people say, because some people might need it and they can't afford it, but there's something that's needed, especially when it comes to the workplace and it could trigger something else into somebody and you never know. And you can, you can really help save a life. That's right. About doing that and investing in somebody's mental health or, because you know what, it might be that, that point where they couldn't, they couldn't cry out for help, but you know, because your, your, your business offers that it got them the help that they needed. Right. And, and, and they, or they didn't even recognize they needed the help. And they end up getting it anyway by having a discussion with somebody or something in that particular matter. So it's really good, or or even in the place of you, if you get mental health training, right? Don't give it at your place of business so people can have a, so maybe they can people can be aware of signs. That's right. To, you know, watch how we, you know, certain things, how we talk to people, how we treat people. Because my thing is, or recognize and realize, maybe that person just not mean and nasty. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Stop calling them to be of the office. You know what I'm saying? Stop calling them names. Like maybe there's something else going on, but if everybody in the office is playing mean girl against the one mean person, but the person's not really mean, they're really broken. You, you know what I'm saying? You can get a better understanding if you if you caught the signs and you paid attention to the real signs and look under the surface. I'm not saying everybody got to be psychoanalysts. What I'm saying is that we, if we made people more aware about it, you understand what I'm saying? I do. I mean, like, and you can tell somebody else and there maybe won't be so many mean girl, mean boy groups. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's 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 workplace culture. That's something that has to be um, from the top down. It has to be embedded in every every level of leadership. You need wellness just embedded in there, and it it takes time and it takes money. And companies have to see it as a benefit rather than a a, a cost that they are incurring. They're invested in your people, but as they're invested in your people, it's going to be grow. It's going to bring revenue to your company. Trust me. 
If you invest in your employees and take care of them the right way, it'll bring you more revenue into your business because Amen. happy people work better. Amen. You know what I'm saying? You take care of them, they're going to take care of you. And then my thing is, and there'll be longevity with those people because you take such good care of them, they don't want to leave. That's right. Let's look at the lady um, who created Spanx. She sent, she gave all her employees, I want to say first class tickets to anywhere in the world they wanted to go and some spending money best believe for minimum the next five years her her people are going to be the happiest people to be working for her and they're going to do what they you know within their means what they can or overwork and not be burnt out because she just paid for me to go anywhere i wanted to go i'm cool for a little bit and i'm sure well, i pray that it doesn't just stop there you know what i mean not that she tops it, but that she, you know, continues to invest in her employees' well-being. But I, when I saw that, I was like, man, I would love to work for some for some place like that. And see, and that's what people do. That gives people incentives. Like, oh my god, I wish I could work for this company. The people want to try to work for those type of places because they, you know, they, because they look for the incentives. They look for other things. They look for what is going to invest in the people. Because my thing is like, it's the people that keep the business growing. It's the people that work with you to keep your brand going, your name going, to keep you out there. It's the, you know, sister, you gotta, you gotta invest in that because that's the biggest commodity in your business is your people. Your yes. Yes, use those words. I love those words. And that's what <laughs> I do because that's that's my that's my platform. That's that's my dissertation. That's 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 who I am from being in the workplace. I've been in a, a boss, I've been an employee, I've been on both sides of the fence, and they just do not invest in their employees' well-being. Yeah. They don't. They really, really don't. And I and you know, I'm not saying like one thing is, is, is more important than the other but you know medical you can take care of those people they they see a lot they go through a lot they deal with a lot you know what i'm saying personal they work they work crazy hours that they're away from their families like you you don't know say you people who do that people who work in law enforcement like certain type of like certain jobs like they need a little bit you really need to invest that back into their mental health people get divorced because they they more at work than they're at home you know for you working for you Try to protect and try to save lives. Try to, you, yeah, we gotta invest in those people mental health. We gotta invest in them so they can get the therapy they need, or or they can get those tragic moments out the things they see. Like invest in them the right way. I mean, like yeah, yeah, you have like good benefits and stuff like that, but it's still good to invest in people's mental health and their well being. They they burnt out. They overworked. They tired. But while while we're waiting for organizations to fix their their cultures, we also need to t- do our part. And use our PTOs and our time off and yes. make sure that we schedule vacations and really shut that shut off when we're done with work. Shut the phone off, not think about work. Find something that gives us joy. Take those walks in between. You know what I mean? Prayer in the morning really, really does help. Meditation through the day, good music. You know what I mean? Being going out with your friends, enjoying the world, enjoying yes. Those are things that we need to do to help combat burnout and and um, toxic workplace culture. We need to do those things, and we need to invest in ourselves and our well being because wellness is it is costly, but it's a very crucial investment that needs to be made. Yeah, and I don't care how much I have to spend on making sure that I am balanced and I am in a good space because I I know when I'm getting burnt out because my mouth gets reckless. 
<laughs> you just start saying however you feel. What? You, you, and, you, and you're a little bit more irritated. And, and your words come out like that. And how you really feel is what you're going to really say. Like, you be like, I'm just going to give it to you, okay? This is how I feel. <laughs> and I don't care. But that's when I know, ooh, Tyree. Okay, I'm going to say something. I heard y'all, y'all don't know me. Y'all know the nice me. But you don't know the reckless me. Because my mouth, I will get you, okay? And then you're going to be like, ooh, I didn't know you was like that. Now you know. Now you know. I'm tired. <laughs> Hold it down. I said, y'all gonna keep playing with me. I'm trying to tell you, y'all gonna, I'm trying, I'm, let me tell you something. They was like, no, don't leave. I said, let me tell y'all something. I don't got time for the nonsense. I don't let nothing or nobody disturb my peace. I refuse to work any place my peace is disturbed. I'm oh, not God. done with your nonsense. I'm talking these games. I'm over it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's how I knew it was time for me to, this last job was when they were just like, oh, what? Well, it's time you'll get rid of it. Listen, I'll take that right up because this is what I need. And there's really nothing more I can do about it. You know what I mean? So write me up if that's what you have to do. I do understand that there's policy and procedure in place and that's what has to happen. But at the same time, we live real lives out here. We live real lives. And that's one thing I try to get my employees to understand is I understand you guys have lives, but you also have to communicate ahead of time, not last minute, but communicate ahead of time. If you feeling burnt out the night before, Call me the night before and be like, listen, I just don't feel like I can make it into work tomorrow. I'm going to try, but I, I really don't feel think I am. And I'm, nine times out of ten, I'm be like, listen, stay home. I'd rather you stay home than to bring that toxic stuff into the workplace. But what I find is a lot of times is employees wait until the very last minute. Their shift started at 7 o'clock. They're calling out at 6.45. Come on, boo. You knew last night when you left that you wasn't coming in. Why didn't you just tell me? Yeah. I'm not going to stop you. Because I don't want nobody to stop me. But at least give me a heads up so that I can adjust and work. Now, even if you give me the 15 minutes before, I'm still going to adjust to work, but I'm going to be a little irritated. I'm going to be like, you know, I knew she knew last night. Coming in. Call you on your mess too. I'm that type of person. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to call you on your mess. I'm going to call you what you call it out for what it is. But my thing is, if, and you know what I'm saying? I know things happen, I know, but I'm just saying, listen, hey. call you on your mess. Right, but I understand and past working with other people and working with other people, probably they, they didn't have that understanding. You know what I mean? But I'm all for yeah. wellness and taking a day off because we all need it. God, God rested. Did he not go across from everyone else? And he took some time to himself? Go off by yourself. Get a moment. He needed a moment. When he was about to go on that cross, did he not get away from the disciples to pray? To really uh, to- uh, toil in front of God, to really, you know, lament and all that other stuff? He went away. Yes, he did. Because he had to. Because he had to. Because it was a lie. So if Jesus had to, we need to. But that's the whole point. He's showing you what we're supposed to be doing. So my thing is like, I'm showing you. Hello. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm showing you. I mean, God did it. He created it and then he rested. That's right. That's right. Rested. Come on, Alice. Because he let, let her know, listen, I did a lot all these days and now I'm going to take a day of rest. I ain't doing nothing. And nobody that's connected to me is doing nothing. Okay? Right. That's right. But we know that and we had that inside of us and we need to be the examples for those who don't understand that. And that's what God was being the example. That's why he, take, he rested. That's right. Jesus right. stole away. He rested. 
So my thing is, I, I showed you in the beginning, and I'm showing you again. You got to take rest. <laughs> Sometimes you got to sit away by yourself. You got to take that moment. So if, if he's showing you and he's leading us in that particular way, that, that's letting you know right there. That's letting you know right there. It's not wrong. We're supposed to take rest. You will get burnt out. You will get stressed out. You will get, it will cause breakdowns. It will cause outbursts. It will cause, you know, arguments. It will cause disruption. It will cause, you know, chaos and, you know, attitudes and all those different types of things. You know what I mean? Irritability, all those different, all those things will be like, you know, it's like you walking around like you hangry all the time. Is your hungry child? You need something to eat? What's wrong with you? Like, what's wrong with you? Right? So it's like, it's all those different things. So it's very important that, like I said, once again, invest in yourself. If nobody else sees you as you as a hot commodity, I'm a hot commodity. I need to be invested in, okay? <laughs> all day, honey, all day. And that's the message is invest in yourself, invest in your wellness. Yes, yes. Take it's, care it's- of yourself so that you don't get burned out. Before you take care of somebody else, make sure you take care of yourself. Yes. Absolutely, because if you can't take care of you, you can't take care of nobody else. And you can't take care of them the right way anyway. You've been listening to Fridays with Ty on Shift the Narrative Podcast. Listen, I pray one day you'll see the need to shift the narrative in your mind. Not for anyone else, but for yourself. Because you are worth it. I am thankful and grateful for each and every one of you that has joined us today and every day. As always, I'm your host and fellow freedom fighter, Tyria. We will see you again. And thanks for listening to Fridays with Ty on Shift the Narrative podcast. Be free, y'all. Be free.